1: Hi, this is Rahul. This time is about 4.30. Cameradine MPC conducts Zoom conference call from 2011. So right now, if you have any questions, please raise your hand. Um, and if you're a newcomer, you have to show your face and you have to let Gayatri know that you're a newcomer. And unless you show your face, she cannot determine that you're a newcomer. So please uh, show your face and let Gayatri know you're a newcomer.
2: Jitendra?
3: Uh, hi Rahul, uh, I just have a simple question today. Um, so I actually went to India for stamping uh, in back in March with, for, uh, with my previous employer, um, and then it got approved for until this December thirty first of December. And I came back to the US and I changed jobs, and my H one got approved for three years now. And I actually want to go back to India this December. So will I? I just have the simple question: Will I actually qualify for uh, Dropbox or? Should I just uh, go for an interview? So, uh,
1: when are you planning to come back?
3: I'm planning to come back in a month mostly. I'll probably go and. Is it, in, is like, it before probably... your
1: passport visa expires or after your passport visa expires? After. Um, yeah, you are eligible for Dropbox.
3: Okay. Okay. The reason That'd I asked
1: the question about before or after is if it's before they expire, you don't even go to for stamping, even though you change the company.
3: Mm mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, but now since I'm actually going to India, um, if I actually come back before, if I actually come back before uh, my old uh, stamping expires, then I don't even have to go to uh, visa stamping again, right? Absolutely, you don't need to. You can okay. show
1: them the new stamping, show them the H1B approval. Make sure you get the I-94 approval until the second H1B. And if there is any fault, you immediately notify the lawyer. There are ways to clarify it.
3: Okay. Okay. Got it. Okay, got it. So now since I'm actually coming after my old H1, then you, and then, expand, then you, then you are eligible to... for Dropbox. Great. Thank and you. And there's That's
1: a that? presumption that just because you change the company, hey, can you use the Dropbox? It was the old rule. The new rules is clear. Even if you change the job, you can still use the you can still use the Dropbox. Next person,
4: please. Thank you.
2: Sandeep Jadav.
4: Yeah, hi, Rahul. Uh, thanks for all the information you sharing. So I have two questions. I have my uh, EAD and advanced payroll approved in EB3. And uh, I completed my green card interview. And uh, yeah, I completed my green card interview like almost 50 days before. And after that, mm-hmm. no updates. So from 1st of November, date is retrogressing. So I, I want to know the application. My application is already ed- ed- educated or with... I need to wait again. To there, is,
1: there is a chance for it. Since your interview already happened, there is a chance. It could have been adjudicated. It could have been adjudicated. There is a chance.
4: Okay. And but how long generally but, but, they have?
1: But, but, but there is a 90% chance. If you don't get it by November, first week, you don't get anything. There is a 95% chance actually. That, that means that it's not adjudicated and you will have to go in the November quota, which is backlogged
4: yeah yeah. so I have to wait again to date become current
1: unfortunately yes
4: okay and one more question I have is, so I uh, i'm I'm planning to use my advanced payroll for traveling and uh, uh, and the h1b for my job mm-hmm. so if uh, eb2 become date moves can I do interfile if I use uh, advanced payroll
1: the best strategy would be for you to go to Mexico and come back on H1p. you don't need stamping for that and then file a for file
4: Oh um, once date becomes current okay okay but uh, okay so I before uh, traveling I uh, you mean you I cannot file it or I, I you,
1: the question is very vague what you said.
4: No, so I mean, uh, so you are saying I have to travel to Mexico and come back on H1. Then you are saying I can interfile my uh, EB2. In no, EB2. For, inter- for
1: interfiling, it doesn't matter. If you want to refile it, you need to go to Mexico and come
4: back. Okay, but you, interfile- uh, if I use a travel document for traveling from India or here, can I do interfile in EB2?
1: Yes, you can do interfile in EB2.
2: Next person. Please. Okay. All right. Thanks.
5: Prashant. Uh, hi Rahul. Uh, uh, good evening. My I-485 was concurrently filed a year back uh, and my now EB-2 and EB-3 both are approved. Uh, my priority date is uh, uh, May uh, yeah, 2013. Now I have a offer in hand. Uh, my employer is ready to file, which is, you know, the employer B uh, is ready to file my I-485J. I just want to understand that since it was concurrently filed on EB3, uh, my uh, I-485, will I be able to use both the priorities from EB3? No, you can't. You cannot. Because
1: I-140 belongs to a company, you can't use it.
5: So, my case will always be adjudicated uh, with the EB3. And
1: EB3, unless the new company files a labor and I 140 for
5: you. Okay. Thank you. Next person, please. But, Rahul, my, uh, my, uh, my lawyer says that uh, it the other way. So, the lawyer. I do not says, agree with him
1: because here is the reason. The I-140 belongs to the company. It doesn't belong
5: to you. Nobody can touch it. Okay. My I-40 EB-2 is uh, approved as of, you know, May 2000. That is only
1: for EB-3, not for EB-2.
5: EB-2 also, it was approved. So it was downgraded. It was
1: not used. It was not used. For
5: 485, correct?
1: It was not used. Yes.
5: Okay. Okay. Thank you. Next person, please.
2: Vidya.
6: Hello, all again. I'm same person, but uh, I, my computer is not working. Um, 485 last year filed with EB3. Uh, I have EB2 also in the same company. A uh, liar may not be replying. I, I don't know. Some people are chaosing and telling so many things. Uh, can I file myself 485 and EB2? Because since everything is there, file myself uh, without liar is allowed.
1: You have to have your company file, submit the 485J supplement of course i will get it signed from uh, my company hr in the j, j form i do not i do not recommend that you file for by yourself it's not it's, it's just like the way can you represent yourself if you murder you have been accused of a murder yes you can i mean there is nothing that says law doesn't say that you need a lawyer for 485 i strongly recommend you go with a lawyer
6: i mean all documents are there all
1: the data available. next person please Advanced parole, if it's a EAD, then I tell different stories. You want to file the entire file? I do not. And you keep coming to the conference call, you're wasting your time. You may do an Uber job and make the money and pay your lawyer. That's better. Since you will have an EAD anyway. Kurt Shruti.
7: Yeah.
5: So my H-1B is the uh, so first time H-1B and this application, I got the RFE. And mm-hmm. uh, the thing is my husband's um, H-1B is due for the extension in March. So I'm planning to apply for H4 extension along with his H1B extension. Mm -hmm. So what would happen if this H1B gets approved? And uh, again, after in the March, what will happen to the H4 application in that
1: case? Good question. Are you going to file EAD also?
5: Uh, EAD already have, yeah, EAD along with H4. Yes.
1: The best thing is you get the H1B approved. Let the H4, if the H4 gets approved, uh-huh. you are technically on H4, not on H1B. Okay. But there is an easy way to switch it. Okay. There is a hard way to switch it. Okay. If you want to move back to H1B, yeah. there is something called automatic revalidation. You go to Mexico, have okay. a nice coffee. Okay. Uh-huh. And you come back. When you come back, you show them the H1B approval. Okay. Okay. And, okay. Uh, and okay. you may ask a question. Uh, 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 I don't have the H1B stamping in my passport. I am already aware of it. You don't. That's the reason I said to you to go to Mexico, not to India. There is an exception available for it. And I'm going to give you the video what it says that. Okay.
8: Okay. And
5: the thing is. Uh, actually, Gatri
1: already gave it to you.
5: Okay. And RFE is like uh, in the premium processing. In that case, should I wait for the to file the H4? Maybe.
1: It's always good to have H1B and H4 both, though. Okay. It's going to be easy for you to switch from one to another, though. That's my advice. But it's up to you if you want to. The reason is that if you file later on the H4, right, and this H1B gets not gets approved, uh-huh. then you will be Nagarka, Nagatka.
5: Yeah, that's what I'm you
1: Because it's taking a long time, and especially Mm -hmm. if you file it separately, it'll take longer time for you to get the H4 approval. If I were you, I would use this automatic option rather than not filing H4 with your spouse. Next person, please. Thank you.
2: Hello, Nisink. Hi, Um, Thank you for giving this opportunity. Sure. I have a question. My family member, um, she traveled to US on B1, B2 in 2017. And then she came back in 18 on L1 and returned in 2019 after her RFP was denied on L1. Uh, this year, she wants to visit US again for two months. Can she still use her B1, B2, or it is not allowed? When the
1: L1 extension was being denied.
2: 2019.
1: 2019. When it was denied. r ninety four already expired, is right?
2: I think so, yes. Yes.
1: The rule says that if the person had stayed in United States for one single day on unlawfully, all the passport visas gets cancelled. Right. So since her B-2 was issued before the violation, that passport visa is no longer valid. She should apply for a B-2 again.
2: She has to apply?
1: Yeah.
2: Because it denied, right?
1: Because she stayed unlawfully in the United States for one single day.
2: Okay. So. Let's say for example,
1: our I-94 was expiring in October. And the extension uh-huh. got de- di- denied in September of two thousand nineteen. She left in September. She never violated the status.
2: Right, but sir, it was not renewal because of the like. It was not a renewal denied. So they had to do some amendment because of change. Of... I
1: need to know. I need to know what it is. If you sure. don't know, let her come to the conference call. Next person, please.
2: Sure, sir. Thank you, Shridhar.
6: yeah hi are you able to hear yes Sridhar. yeah thank you rahul uh, for taking the call um, me and my wife devia are here hi, i want to sure. tell you my situation uh, we basically downgraded uh, my eb2 which is employer sponsored to eb3 last october uh, based on what is
1: the priority date
6: uh, october 24
1: 2013 is your i140 approved yes yes
6: Keep going. EB3 I-140 approved, okay? Yes. And we we became, we applied for I-485, which is pending. And uh, we became current, but the EB3 final action dates backtracked. And we got the EAD and the advance parole in January 2021. The problem is my daughter is uh, turning 21 next year, April 29. And we are worried that uh, will there be a problem for her what are the options if there is a problem?
5: Will she age out? Yeah, first but, question. Yeah.
1: Let's let's answer the question. Yeah. In October of two thousand and uh, in October of two thousand and twenty. Okay. Yeah. The final action dates. Uh, let's look into what is the prior date you said?
5: O- October two
1: thousand thirteen. So in October of two thousand and twenty. The final action dates were current for you.
5: No yes? date filing.
1: No. Your five. Your five. Your 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 priority date is October 2013. Is that right?
5: Correct.
1: In October visa bulletin, I'm reading it. The final action date is January 1st, 2014. I'm reading it right now. Okay. Are six screens. Yes.
5: Yeah. In 2021, it's.
1: it's, Sorry, 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 sorry. I take back. It's October 2021. Sorry. Yes. Sorry.
5: Not 2020.
1: Sorry, you are right, ma'am. I'm wrong. In October 2021, your final action dates were correct. Correct. In October 2021, your husband's I-140 is approved. Correct. In October 2021, your daughter is under 21. Correct. She is locked in age. She never ages now.
5: Okay. Now, can she stay legally? How can she stay legally beyond age 21? Because she can't be on age 4 anymore.
1: Did you not file her adjustment of status? We did. Well, that is a legal status now.
5: That is going to expire in January. We had it for one year. What
1: what is going to expire? Adjustment of status never expires. uh,
5: Not adjustment of status. Sorry. We filed it, but it's not approved. We have EAD and advanced parole till January.
1: Did you file an extension for EAD and advanced parole? We
5: are in the process of filing now.
1: Why did you took so long? You should file the EAD and advance parole. Do it tomorrow.
5: Okay. Great. Okay.
1: And she's in legal status irrespective of EAD and advanced parole. Okay. EAD only allows her to work. Okay. But status is adjustment of status. She's okay. locked in because you told me the I-140 is approved on in October of 2021. So, final action date is current in October 2021, and she is under 21 in October of 2021. So, yes. she never ages now.
8: Okay, thank you. The Professor.
1: only thing she cannot do yeah. for her to get the green card
8: yeah.
1: is that she cannot get married. Yes.
8: Great. Yes. Great. Okay. Yes.
1: Thank there you. There is an uh, there is a uh, video I put it on CSPA. I want you to just have you and your daughter watch it. Okay. Next person. Thank you. God bless you. Bye. I'm going to put that video for you guys. Okay.
5: Konganti. P. Konganti.
2: Kirti.
1: Uh, Before you go to Kirti, there Sundara is asking question. Can we have a one-on-one Zoom conference call? Absolutely. There is an appointment. You can book an appointment. My appointments are online. You can book an appointment and you can have whomever you want on your Zoom conference call. Um, Yeah, Kongandis, sorry, go ahead.
2: This Kirti. This Kirti. Hey. Uh, Hey Rahul. First of all, thanks for your help to the immigration community. Uh, coming to my situation, my priority date is uh, June uh, uh, 2014. In last October, I applied uh, a downgrade and received EID, EAD, and now I have a better opportunity with a different employer who is ready to you know hire me on a uh, EAD. So my questions are: If I move to a new employer on EAD, and if EB 2 advances, is there a way to you know file a new 485 or interfile? No,
1: because the, you are moving out of the company that has an I-140
2: approval, you have to have the new company file a labor and I-140 for you. So, if I if I maintain a non-immigrant status with the new employer, can old employer be able to you know file a new 485 even though I'm not working for them?
1: Technically, it's possible.
2: Okay, and and uh, similar and same applies for interfile too. Can old employer interfile even though I'm not working for them?
1: Technically, yes
2: okay or if i do like a two jobs on ead uh, one with the new employer and one with the old employer uh, can old employer you know still interfile right
1: interfiling will not be a problem
2: okay the
1: only time interfiling will be a problem for you is if the old employer doesn't want to do it
2: okay but that is possible uh, like if if uh, like if old employer agrees to interfile, even though I'm. If you are working, you're working a, with
1: the new company, that's fine. If you are working for both companies, it's fine. If, as long as the
2: old employer wants to do it, they can do it. Okay, But legally it, it's it's allowable. Absolutely, it is. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and uh, another. Sorry. Uh, one
3: more.
2: Yeah, one more quick thing, Rahul. It shouldn't take much time. So uh, basically, I need to apply for the renewal of EAD and AP, and um, I, and I I see, you know, um, like in the USAS website, I, I saw that you need to send both the you know files to the uh, EAD address. Uh, if you are filing with another form, um, uh, but yeah, if you're uh, filing, I,
1: if EAD and Advance Pro, you're filing together, you're going to go with EAD address.
2: EAD address. Okay. Okay. I, I saw the vice versa, the contradictory information at no, the USCI
1: site. No, 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 the EAD address. EAD Show address. Show it to me, please. Yeah, EAD address. Show it to me if you are looking into it. Okay.
2: Yeah, I, I'll ping on the chat. You can see it. Uh, okay. You can sure. Go ahead with other callers. Thank you, Rahul. Yeah. Thank you so much. Uh,
1: there are people who are asking question. How... Uh, how long before you in advance parole apply? You can apply. It's within the span of 180 days, not 190 days, but within 180 days, not 181 days. I would normally do it 170th day. That will be much better. Yeah. Because I don't calculate that
6: good. Yeah. Hi, Rahul uh, This is Mahipal. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much for taking my call. So, uh, so my priority date is uh, John 11th, 2012. Uh, um, I did. Uh, Uh, downgraded Uh, my my i-140 is approved i got my ead and advanced payroll so my wife did not get and i'm in a situation so right now i'm continuing with the h1 uh, with the current employer. i got a new job offer uh, based on the ead so can i maintain both h1b and uh, ead at the same time so with the new company you're going to file a h1b again no 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 just i'm going to work on the ead with a new employer and I'm continuing uh, H-1B on the, can I continue on uh, H-1B on the old employer? So, so, so practically, if you want to take two jobs mm-hmm. and
1: technically Mahipal, you don't want to inform the current employer that you're taking the other job. Yes. You can do so, absolutely no problem. No, no, I'm not
6: going to inform, but can we maintain uh, H-1B and uh, EAD at the same time? No. Not technically, because mm-hmm. you are married. If you are using an EAD to join the second company, mm-hmm. you're married to the adjustment of status. You're no longer, technically, you're not an H-1B. Okay. Okay, got it. So, but my wife did not get a EAD, but I'm my credit is still current, but uh, so uh, in this situation, so.
1: That's not a question you're saying. You just made a statement. Okay.
6: You have a question for me? No, no, no. So without having, uh, you know, EAD for my wife, so can I uh, use my EAD? You can,
1: but she, she you can use the EAD. Mm-hmm. You're speaking about you, not about her. If no, she I'm... doesn't
6: have an EAD, you yeah. have an EAD. Can yes. you use the EAD? Absolutely, yes. But uh, so if I, you know, if I use my, my EAD, I'm I'm marrying that uh, EAD, right? So that's fine. So, but see what status is that? Not...
1: You're not marrying to EAD. You're marrying to the adjustment of status. Adjustment of status, yes. So your wife also gets married to the adjustment of status. Okay, without having EAD. Yeah, yeah. Let me correct again. A lot of people are getting confused
6: here.
1: Yes. EAD is not a status.
6: Okay.
1: EAD is not a status. Adjustment of status is a status. EAD is an interim benefit you are getting. Gotcha. H1B is a status and an employment authorization. It's both combined. Adjustment of status and EAD are completely different. So if you if your your wife can be in the United States, can she work without EAD? The answer is no. Gotcha. Can she stay on adjustment of status? Absolutely, she can. Can you get married to the adjustment of status? Can you your wife still be an adjustment of status without EAD? Absolutely, she can. Next person, please. Thank you. I never knew. There are so many twists in adjustment of status. (laughs) Go ahead.
7: Hi Rahul. Uh, My name is Birju. Uh, I have a question about the adjustment of status. So I filed my, uh, my company filed my I-485 and downgrade I-140 to EB-3. 140 got approved and I have the EAD and advanced parole approved as well for me and my wife. Now the question is, um, What's your priority
1: date?
7: Priority date is April 2013. Mm -hmm. So uh, if I switch to EAD and later the EB2 gets current and with the same employer and I I saw your video about filing a new uh, 485 application under EB2, uh, can I do that under EAD or I have to switch back to H1B to file a new petition?
1: To be filing the adjustment of status, you must be in a non-immigrant
3: status.
7: Okay. So then only option would be to inter-file if I'm on EAD but if I want to file a new application, then I have to switch back on H-1B. That is right. And switching back on H-1B, would it be treated like a change of status application from AOS to H-1B?
1: No, there's no change of status from AOS to H-1B. Good question.
7: Okay, so just file a fresh H-1B and uh, my attorney, I mean, files a fresh H-1B and then I uh, get on H-1B status and then we can uh, file a new application.
1: Yeah, you fly and get the stamping again and then you will get it. Um. Got it. You'll have to go get get this champion.
7: And can I do that in Canada or I have to go to India to do it? You could. In Canada, okay. Next yeah, that's please. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Dr.
2: Sandeep. Hey, hi, Rahul. Good
7: uh, yes, afternoon, everyone. Uh,
9: so, Rahul, I have two questions. So, one is, uh, I filed my I-140 uh, on January uh, 2021 and my H1 is expired on September and uh, like my H1 they both are not in premium I have applied in the regular co- process and uh, do you think it is the correct time to apply and uh, send it to premium uh, for I1 foot I, I requested my employer but he uh, he suggested me to go uh, without premium and but I am out of status now but I applied for my extension it is on pending why are so, you out of status? you have the 485 you have the extension of
1: the H1 b pending
9: yes yes so, so, why are you my out of expired, right? So I thought I'm out of status and I'm no, no, uh, you're not.
1: To... You're not. You're allowed to work up to 240 days after your I 94 expires if you file a H 1B extension. So, you're allowed to work.
9: Okay. And uh, is it good to change it to premium now or you suggest me to wait?
1: Uh... Uh, I would not change it in the process.
9: Okay. Uh, and coming to my second question, I don't know if it is a Correct question to you, but uh, it will be helpful for me. So uh, currently, we are—I mean, we are expecting a child in December, and I want to call my one of my family. And uh, I, I we got an appointment in March, but I want to convert it to emergency visa. I have no uh, method of—I have no method of doing it. I cannot
1: okay. expedite yeah. the appointments. I cannot exploit the EADs. I cannot expedite the finance. Okay. Uh,
9: all right.
1: Next person. I mean, my question
2: was okay. Thank
6: you. Yeah. yeah. Asish, uh, hi Rahul. Uh, this is Asish. Uh, I uh, my priority date is uh, July twenty fourteen. So I was um, uh, qualified to apply for the downgrade in October twenty um, twenty, from EV two to EV three. But right now, uh, all the dates have. Why did, this quite? Why did not you do it? I did it, I did the downgrade, but now they've all retrogressed two years back. Uh, my question is uh, my employer is uh, willing to look into EB1B. So uh, are there any uh, challenges to apply for EB1B or any hurdles for that? Uh,
1: so you didn't apply in in 485 in, in October. So- No, no, just I, I applied. Oh, I you applied, applied. for it. Okay. Yeah, I applied. Sorry, sorry. So, I was not paying attention. I was getting too many messages. You applied sorry. and you applied and. So uh, my uh, priority date is July 20, 2014. So now, now your question is: Just because you applied under EB three, can you
6: apply under EB one? Mm-hmm. You can. Okay. All right. You can. But it's, it's the same employer. So I'll have EB two, EB three, and EB one on the same employer. Oh, that's fine.
1: Okay. All right. You can do so. Thank you. Next person, please.
8: Karthik.
1: eb one b is a good option, yeah. If you are eligible for it, why not?
9: Hi. Thanks for taking my question. So uh, my H1B is uh, stamping is getting expired on Feb 5th of next year and I want to travel to India in December and come back in on Jan 25th. I might not be able to attend the visa interview this time for stamping. So is it okay to go and come? before my expiry.
1: Now, when is the stamp expi- expiring, you said?
9: Fifth. So I'm coming back on Jan
1: 25th. And when is your I-94 expiring?
9: Uh, on February, in February. Oh man, that's...
1: Technically you can, but that's doesn't sound good at all. Okay. Why don't you extend the H1B and then go?
9: Okay, okay, um, yeah.
1: Sure. It's that's too close. That's too, too close.
9: H1B extension is there, just the stamping, the previous stamping is getting expired.
1: So, but your H1B extension is already approved? Yes. Okay, then you are fine. You can okay. come back. When you come back though, show them the H1B approval for the extension. Make sure you get the in until extension. If sure. by any chance you don't get the extension, you check it immediately. You notify the lawyer, there are ways for it to rectify immediately, not after your identified pass. Got it. Okay. Thanks. I'll take the last caller and I'll go to the questions which have been posted there, guys.
8: Raj? Uh, hi. Um... Hi, Rahul. Thanks for the opportunity in the forum uh, for asking questions and helping all of us. Uh, sure. So, very quick question. Um, I have, I'm have i an H1B holder, and uh, my visa is expiring end of next year, November or December. And um, my I 94 is also updated till November, December next year. I plan to visit India next year, early next year, Jan or February. Uh, the, the only thing to catch here to for notice is that. Uh, I recently got promoted in my, my company, uh, same position, uh, same team, same company, different, same manager, uh, job responsibility is still the same, but the title has changed to promotion. Um, so when I come back to U.S. after my travel in February, uh, is, is that okay to travel with the same visa? Uh, that's my first question.
1: So did your company file an amendment or they didn't? They didn't. So according to them, it's not a significant change in the job duties.
8: Yes. Yes.
1: Well, you have to stick with that though. Is there a material change in the job duties? You keep on insisting, I'm not doing the same job. Then you cannot come in. Okay.
3: okay.
1: Here's the question though. Do I do the same job every single day, the same way? Answer everybody the same way, like a parrot does it? No, every day the job changes. Is it significant enough? Is it material change? Okay, That's the one. If you're HR, you clarify it's, a, it's not a material change, you're good. But if you keep on saying, no, yesterday I gave a different advice. It was I-140. Now I gave a 485. Now I'm giving a H-1B. It's a completely different job. If I keep insisting, nobody can help you. Okay. So...
8: Yeah, th- that answers my question because my, my attorneys in uh, company, they also said there's no need to amendment. so it means we do the same jobs in the jobs, so I'll stick to that. Thanks, Rahul. Appreciate it.
1: Uh, I'll go to the live questions, guys. Um, the physicians on H4, you can request for the expedited request, but just because you're a physician, um, patient care doesn't mean that they are going to it, guys. Uh, Is the spillover is 80K or 150K? It is 150K spillover. Uh, Amit, especially if the child age is locked, though, my main question comes to you, Amit, is that is your child still under 21? If the child is still under 21, is it the final action dates that are current or is the filing dates that are current? Um, You need to consider that you need to consider that as uh, very seriously before though because it need to be analyzed very properly especially when you're refiling it when the child is about uh, above 21 though definitely no if it's below 21 then we need to look into uh, is it the final action dates are current or only filing dates are current so n- need careful analysis can we sue charlie no um, federal government employees cannot be sued guys uh, they have they have a blanket protection uh, can you file a an EAD and DAP extension online? No, you have to file manually. Uh, uh, when you file the H1B extension, it only has to be valid at the time of filing though. If it is expires at a later date, you are good. How long it's been that longest EB five, EB four eight five interview this year? Uh, I I don't know what that question is. How long does it take in the interview process? Uh, I couldn't get that question. Um, Naveen is asking the question, how long it's taking for the I-140 receipt notices, though. Uh, I In fact, that's a good question uh, in the Texas Service Center. Uh, let me check it. Uh, Uh, I actually, I am actually, I as soon as I put the conference call, I was supposed to check on that, guys, how long it's taking for getting the receipt notices. So just hold on. I will tell you, we have some problems where we didn't get the receipt notices. So in fact... Uh, Yeah, it's taking almost four weeks, guys, for getting the receipt notices. Sorry about that. Let me check one other file. Yeah, the cases that we filed in October 1st week, We didn't receive the receipt notices for the I-140 guys. I'm checking even the cases that were filed in the second week of October also, we didn't receive the receipt notices for I-140 where we have filed 485 and I-140 together, guys. If we have filed them separately, we are receiving the 485 receipt notices. But if we are filing jointly, we didn't receive it. Yeah, it's, uh, if your prior date becomes current, Kishore, you may want to file without medical because you're, you are not married. You don't want the green card to be approved, but make sure, Kishore, uh, you maintain the non-immigrant status. If the medicals are done one week before the AOS has been filed, uh, they're valid for two years. As long as they're filed along with the 485, yeah, they're valid for two years. Uh, I don't know of any methods where they will consider, uh, you know, I don't understand why you have an ACL surgery, your in-laws have to be here. I mean, they're not doctors, or even if they're doctors, they don't have practice. So here, so they may not consider that guys. yeah if the h4 is expiring the 485 receipt notice is still there Um, they are considered to be in legal status it's up to you if you want to file the extension of the h4 you can but they are considered to be legal status if the 485 is pending if the expedited service is requested uh, it's not going to adversely impact the application Unless you have made any false statements, then it's going to impact your application. Thank you guys for coming. The next conference call will be tomorrow at uh, 11.30.